Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs wanting to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 153. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. I'm a specialist in performance and mindset, working with business owners all over the world, supporting them to be the best and perform at their highest levels in life and business. And I achieve this through my coaching and online programs. I started this podcast to discover how other thought and business leaders create and enjoy success and to identify common strategies and techniques, as well as the mindset that they have adopted to live their version of exceptional. My aim is for you to learn and implement the valuable lessons shared in these episodes. You deserve to enjoy and live an exceptional life. But in order to achieve this, you will need to adopt new strategies and ways of thinking to achieve your goals. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, I truly hope you are having an amazing week. So we have got a great guest lined up for you this week, Jack Stafford. Now, Jack is a singer-songwriter on a mission to serve others and to help people overcome the materialistic message that's distorting modern society. Jack's new album, Deeper, is a series of self-help songs that will help people get perspectives on the current crisis plaguing our world. The songs are inspired by his own life experiences and mental struggles. Jack lives in Southern Italy, and when he's not making music, he is practicing yoga, teaching meditation, gardening, cycling, and studying metaphysics. Welcome to the show, Jack. Hello, Jeff. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. It is lovely to have you on, sir. Lovely to have you on. And before we dive into the actual interview, could you give us a little bit of a backstory of what's brought you to this point today? Sure. Well, how far do you want to go back? As long as we don't go to when you sort of just started school, then that's perfectly fine. Okay. Well, um, well, I moved to, I finished university. I went to live in Holland for 10 years. I worked as a copywriter there and I was also a musician. And I, I started a clothing shop as well. And then I became a nomadic troubadour and I went around the world for two years uh, playing couch concerts, sleeping, on, sleeping in people's homes, playing shows, traveling by bicycle. I visited over 40 countries. Um, and on the trip, I met my girlfriend who's Italian and she brought me back to Italy. And I've been here ever since. Okay, so I've never heard of that, troubadour. What's a troubadour? It's an old term. Um, I'm a super troubadour. So oh, of, course. Gonna... <laughs> of course. You're wearing suit at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's a, someone who goes from place to place telling stories, you know, a, a songwriter, singer, songwriter, a, a bard, a bard. And what, what sort of brought you, what has got your passion into music and, and that sort of thing? What, what started that off? I started at university and then I was in a band there and it kind of kept going. I did some gigs in Amsterdam and I, I launched an album there and I was on MTV and I did some, um, some stuff while I was there and it gradually got more and more and I decided that was should be my main focus so I ditched the rest and and hit the road and what was it like being on MTV oh it was just just your video so I wasn't actually interviewed it's just my music video was on okay but that's pretty cool because that's got a serious um number of people that follow MTV yeah I had a toy boy a toy boy video you can see it online it's me because <clears throat> in Holland they have these these sex chat lines at night advertised on TV with the girl with the girls um doing seductive poses but I did a parody where I was in in lingerie and in um asking the girls to call me oh dear 
<laughs> what stays on it's YouTube? There. You can check it out tonight, Jeff. You try and call the number, see if it still works. <laughs> <laughs> so now i've listened to some of your songs and um the one i particularly like is the one about ikea you've got some great lyrics in there where does your inspiration come i comes through the ethers you know i'm reading um i'm reading a book or i'm watching tv and then whatever's going around the gray stuff will when i pick up the guitar will come out you know the topic on jack radio will come out okay, on jack radio okay brilliant so with all the traveling you've done and obviously the 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 you class yourself as a self-help songwriter is that the the topics that you specifically sing about are to help you to help others what, what is that sort of process that goes on well they're very autobiographical autobiographical and, and as i was on this journey myself i um you know after all the traveling i was quite messed up so i got very into ayurveda and i got the indian medicine and i wrote an album of songs about that physical well-being and then i got into the the body was kind of fixed or as good as it can be so i did the i did the meditation and the mind and the self-help and so i wrote songs about that and that's what my new album is about deeper and you know all the meditation techniques and try not to listen to the voice in your head you know absolutely yeah okay so you've you've obviously spent uh, your experience about meditation and those sort of things what for you is your mission on your on this journey that you know we call life what is that that you're trying to do well to be to be of service to others in any way i can and um probably that's you know by giving them some shortcuts by learning the the hard way you know all the anyone who does self-help they're usually they're telling you how they did it wrongly and then that's why they're yeah. so, so passionate <laughs> yeah. to teach it you know yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't do yeah. it like i did it <laughs> no it's from our screw-ups comes great clarity i think exactly is, is the kind of way. so for you what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned on your on your journey as you've explored meditation and you say that you've you know you've you've gone through india and all of these things what are some of those big lessons that you've learned well i think that single focusedness single fo- focusedness easy for some people to say any <laughs> story not even a word <laughs> <laughs> that uh, yeah, pre predetermining all your thoughts and actions to 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 take control and go in that direction that you want to go, and not to mm. drift off on the whims and chase the new shiny things uh, that you that you yeah. see. Have put put all your energy down one channel, not mm. like I did, doing a hundred and one different things, <laughs> and your whatever you want, you know, really go for that one mm. thing, whatever it is. Yeah, and make yeah, sure yeah. and make sure it's for the benefit of others not for yourself because that the universe wants that yeah it's mutual it, you 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 benefit from the growth of others rather than trying to grow yourself solely because it there's some sort of resistance and i don't know whether it's the anti-balance or whatever it is that deals with that way exactly i don't just say i want to be an influencer or i need to be a millionaire for some reason you really need to, to have a way that's you're serving the greater good yeah yeah so for you when you are because that's a real challenge for an awful lot of people that sort of um squirrel mindset where we sort of just jump from one thing to another um and possibly it's you know that 20 well probably it's probably 20th century 21st century sort of thing but definitely 21st century um how do you what strategies do you use in order to you know get that focus and and be able to concentrate on that one thing well that's 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 the million dollar that's the million dollar question yeah so 
you'd be you'd be able to do that (laughs) (laughs) i mean it depends you know i live here in the south of italy and i i'm very isolated so i have a lot of free time to um to focus on my things so if i had a a full-time job you know i I can't really give i can't give this kind of advice to other people because you know you might have children you might have an elderly relative at home you're caring for you you know just do what you can and um yeah and everything you know you've got to remember that every this we're in a classroom life life is one big classroom and the lesson that you need to learn that is keeps repeating is the one that you need to learn if you don't solve this be it a relationship problem or a work problem it's going to keep repeating so just focus on solving the problem you know face the problem in front of you directly solve that whatever it is and then it'll disappear and then another problem will come up you know, and, and overcome those one by one. And that way you will go to freedom, I think. Yeah. And and for you, do you feel that meditation has been a big part to help you stay grounded, get focused and those sort of things? How do you find the benefits of meditation? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, it's kind of essential. It's like, uh, it's like having a shower in the morning. You wouldn't skip a shower because you say, oh, I haven't got time, you know, but you kind of, you, you kind of use your mind for nine for hundred percent of everything so it's kind of important to defragment it regularly yeah and it's it's an interesting thing because it's like you know the more and more people are taking the meditation on board and it's becoming probably more of a norm than it was 10 years ago um i know when i first started looking at meditation probably back in 2006 it was you can't it was kind of like the attitude was you can't tell me that a six foot four bloke from the northeast of england needs to do closing their eyes and staying quiet for a second to get to get um, you know to to benefit me and it was it took me a while to get my ego away to sort of let that ego go and go actually do you know what if this amount of people say it's working and more and more evidence is building up every single day so the 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 proof is in there and one of my mentors was definitely behind it um I have to give it a shot. And I think for me, that's one of the things I talk about my clients about is you've got to let go of that ego that says you shouldn't be doing this sort of stuff because the ego is saying no, not this, you know, because if, you know, if people can get calm and focused and, you know, you're looking at how the strategies can benefit you. There's got to be those sort of things you should at least try. I mean, if you try it and you don't like it, that's one thing. But, you know, to what is, how would you suggest people start going down that meditation route? Well, uh, uh, retreats are very good. I went on the Vipassana retreat, which is 10 days, and uh, that's quite hardcore. But, uh, yeah, and then go on a retreat, get get kick-started, and then do it first thing in the morning when you wake up before you turn the light on, you know, before you're in the dark just a transition because if you if you go to the phone and the coffee and before and get you know you're not you're not coming back yeah <laughs> you're already putting yourself higher than where you need to go in order to get yourself sort of down in one aspect <laughs> so, so with with regards to do you get uh, your inspiration while you meditate or do you you know you've said it's like a, a sort of this experiential thing and we're talking about the focus bit but when you're passionate about writing and the music and and doing the music do you find it difficult to 
focus? Do ideas keep sort of like throwing throwing themselves in the air? Yeah, you have to, if you want a song, you have to wait till it comes to you, you know, to get the inspiration. So it's probably on, on the bicycle or after exercise, you know, when I'm stimulated, you know, I'm up and then it comes. But uh, if you sit down at the guitar or the piano and try and force it out, then it doesn't come. Mm, okay. And one of the things I was looking at when I was getting the information about you is you were to- talking about one of the things you talk about is mantras and and the prayer and concentration and stuff. Um, how, what... What do you personally feel are the benefits of things like the mantra or um, those prayer type things? Well, so there's, so there's there's different there's the, so when you do a meditation, it's just basically concentration. You medita- meditation is a much higher state that you only reach very very difficult to reach. So concentration is when you sit there and you train your mind to focus on your breath. Or, you know, you listen to a YouTube video and you concentrate. So you're practicing concentration. And then um, mantra is you repeat it. It's also concentration, but it has, an eff- it has an effect on your subtle bodies. So it has a physical effect on your non-physical bodies. So it actually changes your chakras and things like that. Um, yeah, and then prayer has the same thing as well. And you can send out energy to people and... Um, um, but but so the concentration, the meditation is very much the step one. You know, still the boat, stop the boat from rocking before you you develop further. Okay, okay. And for you, how do you how do you think that you know a lot of the listeners to this show are you know people passionate about what they do? They're they're interested in personal development. They own their own businesses. For you, how do you think those sort of strategies and those sort of um, adopting the those sort of things can benefit the um, the people who are aspiring to. Um, I you know we say success, but ultimately I feel it's always fulfillment and happiness. Um, what do you feel that the benefits are from that? Well, I mean, at a very basic level, you know, very, as a businessman and as a stressful, it's very stressful. You know, happiness. You achieve success, and it's not what you thought it would be. You're not happy, so that's you have. You see people who you know, achieve everything in life. And then they go, have to go back to the beginning and relearn how to train their mind because they're not, they're not the, they're not the master of their own mind. You know, you, they can't, they can't say, okay, mind, you sit down, you be quiet or you learn Spanish this evening or you, you know, they're, they're, they're constantly feed, having to feed the beast and they're, they're a slave to their mind. You know, they have to, oh, I've got to do my files or I now, now need to watch this TV program. Or I now need to go out and do this. And it's constant stimulation. So, you know, the basic meditation is just to having a desire and stimulation and throwing, throwing gasoline on it, you know, with, with more activity and more stimulation doesn't, you doesn't sate it doesn't, it just makes it bigger. So the more successful you are, and also the more the more you need a you need an amazing brain and an amazing mind and control of that mind so all these techniques are you know are essential and it's easier to learn them before you start all that because if you if you you already start with a career and the family and the work and everything and then you have to go back to learn these techniques it's it's you've got no time you know so it's and so it's, you know wherever wherever your listeners are in their life you know but again do it first thing in the morning and have an hour routine um and you just it sets you up for the day you know so that's 
you can train and improve. Yeah, and you you bring up that interesting point. Is it's we've got to we're at and for, we're we're at an unfortunate stage with um, the sort of mindset stuff because we we don't get taught it at our development stages. You know, I always think there's an awful lot of these skills that we should get taught when we were kids. And I only say that after I've gone through the battlefield and I realize that many of the skills that I've got have either been poorly adopted or um, have been adopted by watching other people that don't know how to deal with strategies in life. And you just pick up and it's this vicious, this vicious circle. And to try, I think one of the greatest gifts we can do is when we learn these skills is educate our kids not to be like us, <laughs> you know, yeah. to, like the, the life lessons that I've learned, it was always about kids. Don't do it like me, as you said before, but to try and get them to understand about learning to be calmer or trying to learn about the power of gratitude and trying to talk about gratitude to a 13 year old is it's not easy but there's a lot of ways now that you can bring them on board and get these skills learned at this really important age rather than when they're 30, 40 years old. And they're, they're, they're... But you don't, you, don't, you don't think that they have a harder time than we did, though, now with all the smartphones and the video games? And the... I, yeah, in certain, in certain aspects, I certainly do. I mean, the, the, I think one of the things that concerns me the most is, and I've just kind of like recently seen them, and maybe I've just come out of a cave, is the utter, and uh, pardon my French, but utter bollocks that people put on this platform called TikTok. Um, and you like watch it and it's... Mm. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no content. There's nothing. It's just look at me. I'm great. What you don't know is it's taken me 17 hours to actually get this thing done, and let's move on. And I think the sad thing is that there's a, there's a generation growing up thinking that that's, it's not that it's not okay. People can express their ways how they want to, but it depends on how that brings happiness. Because it's if it's if it's I love doing this, it's fun, cool, do it, you know, as long as it's from a healthy point of view. But I think that's the importance of our health, well-being and mental health is making sure that we we feel good while we're doing it as well. Yeah, you'll probably have like a, a university course for influencers soon where you learn how to how to pose for Instagram to make your content quicker. and do everything yeah. and make these <laughs> <A degree>. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to write that up. Yeah. If someone's going to make, do it, I'm going to do it. I'll do it right now. <laughs> well, they do it. I'm sure you can do it. It's like uh, they had communication studies when I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, I think it's, it, it comes down to that thing about the self-worth and self-growth. Is It always It's one of the things I identified when doing this show is it's, a, it's really demonstrates how many people who succeed to what they want and live a level of happiness and fulfillment, how much time they dedicate to body, mind, and soul. And there's a, I remember when I left school and it was like, all right, I'm never going to learn again. I'm just going to do my job. I get paid and I can go and live my life. And then all of a sudden I went through my life crucible moments and it was realized that actually there's just so much I need to learn, change and implement that, 
there comes joy from that. But when you're doing it from a purposeful action rather than this, I'm going to live life in a reactive stage, at least in a negatively reactive stage. I suppose there's some people that will live life through a more natural feel and and let the universe direct them sort of thing where what you find or certainly what i found in my experiences is people don't change until they hit a brick wall Mm, oh yeah you know so they're not where if you talk to people who are happy they're more proactive whether it is choosing to meditate in the morning rather than doing x or whatever yes proactive yeah yeah and and it's do you, but there's always, as you said before, there's always places to learn. There's always more things to learn and implement. Oh, definitely, definitely. So in music-wise, who gives you your inspiration? Well, just I've listened to music my whole life, so I keep listening to music. So all, all types, you know, I couldn't really name, couldn't really name one, one artist, you know. I like Tom, uh, Tom Rose. Hey guys, so just before we jump over to the second part of the show, I've got a great opportunity for you. I've been working hard on an online program designed to assist you in building a strong personal success plan and developing those goal achieving superpowers. More than ever, I've seen the importance of honing these skills and maximizing your energy and efforts in a focused direction. So I'm looking for 20 people who would like to join me on the pilot program of Success IQ Catalyst. It's free, what we'll do is, We'll basically work through the program and I will coach you while you give me feedback on the program. And it's designed to help you get clarity, focus and a plan that assists you in living that exceptional life. If you're interested, just visit www.jeffnicholson.co.uk forward stroke catalyst pilot or the information is on the show notes. Take care. Have an amazing day. Now let's get back on with the show. Okay, so what we're going to do now is is we are going to go to the second part of the show. This is where I get an opportunity to ask you a set of questions to see the common threads that may flow between different episodes and different guests. So, sir, are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. Okay. What do I win? What do I win? <laughs> okay, question number one. On average, how much time do you roughly dedicate to self-development? That's body, mind, and spirit. Well, it would be an hour in the morning, like I said. Um, yep. Yeah, probably half an hour before lunch and then like two hours in the evening. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Because I've just Excellent. given up the, 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 the TV and the chatting to friends and this waste of time stuff that I did before. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting. There's, sometimes there's, I'll get people to do a time audit. And when they do a time audit, they actually realize how much time they say they're busy, but actually they're, they're not. Number three, I'm interested in what you say here. What app makes the biggest impact to your business or personal life? Well, I think I use Spotify the most, just listening to music and relaxing. You know, something without a goal, you know, there's no, you know, no, um, just, just, just entertain, you know, entertainment. Yeah. And remember the days when we used to have like only like nine tracks on a, <laughs> on a piece of plastic that you used to have a pencil with to round up the ribbon. <laughs> I <laughs> remember bonkers, that. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, I know. Okay. Number four, what has been your biggest business mistake that turned into a valuable lesson and what did it teach you? Well, I had a copywriting business in Amsterdam and, at the, and, and a record company. And at the same time, I opened a shop for these, I made these zip-up suits. So, yeah, that was the straw that broke the camel's proverbial. And uh, don't, 
just just focus on one thing do that well until you want to do something else and then switch yeah that's good i like that one okay um what are your challenges in harmonizing work and life and how do you manage them um well I work from home. I've worked from my, you know, from home for about 15 years. So I have a, a challenge that I have to about to have a very strict, you know, timetable. I have to make sure my meals are at the right time. And I, you know, at the same time, and I, uh, I try and structure my day or otherwise I just, you know, one day eat dinner at two next day at 12, next day all morning out, next day, wake up late, go to bed early. It's just, it's just so chaotic. You really need to have structure. I think. I like that. I like that. And structure can be so important just to help you maintain, especially with what's going on in the world right now. Oh, it's all about, yeah, it's bandwidth, you know, and um, every time you, you know, we're processing these, you know, because we have to switch between every task. We can't multitask. So, um, you know, if you're checking the, the, the news on your break and then, you know, worrying about your upcoming holiday or some property or this business, or you're just, you're, you're stretching the bandwidth, you know, you're just overloading the system. So yeah, you need to focus. And um, what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? I'd say have a mentor. Yeah. Have somebody that you really value because by definition, when you're starting out, you do not know everything. And having, a, having had a, having, to, if I'd had a mentor, just to just to ask them what you know, what do you think of if I do this idea? Is it a good idea? And they say, they might say, yeah, go for it. Or they might say, have you thought that this could happen? You know, it's it's they have the uh, the benefit of experience that as starting out, many people haven't got. So at least having someone who's gone for that journey before us can at least highlight certain things or challenge you on those things that you're thinking about doing. Yeah. Don't be, don't be frightened to reach out to someone, even, you know, who you think won't answer you. They might just be really flattered, you know, and and all it costs you, all it costs you a meal meal in a nice restaurant once a month or, or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be, but just to have, just to go to the big decisions and, um, that elder. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, question number seven. What is your definition of success? Wow, that's a good one. I mean, whatever, whatever you, you, you set your goal and realistic and you achieve it, you know, it's different to everyone. So, mm, Absolutely. And, 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 and that's the, the key thing for me is I think there's, you know, when people talk about success, the, the, I think so many people get trapped because they're pursuing someone else's. And I think it, you've got to have the confidence to stop for a second and just go, actually, what is it that I want? Definitely a set, set a goal, th- you know? Yeah, yeah. And because and, and as we say, it's quite a lot of people don't. I, I always ask this question at the beginning of my talks, and it's like, one, who wants to be successful? And 90, 95% plus put their hands up. The next thing is, is as, we, as I talk, I'll go, how many people have a plan of what, you know, of what they want to do? And I'm probably looking at about 3% of the, of the room. <laughs> but then you ask how many people plan for the summer holidays and everyone puts their hands back up. And, and, and it is astounding actually how true that is, that more people put their energy in planning their summer holiday than they do actually planning their life. I guess you know that summer holiday is coming, but you're not really sure that success is coming. 
totally but at the same time it's a metaphor for if you're wanting success if you're wanting a good holiday you will plan for a good holiday but if you want and but those people who want to enjoy their life don't plan which i always think is really interesting and i never used to I was just, I was a reactive person. I didn't start, and it wasn't until I learned my lesson, like we were talking at the beginning, then all of a sudden it was like, no, no, no. I'm, I've got direction and I've got focus and that's my goals that I need to do. And I think... Well, I think people let, their, people let too much let other people do their thinking for them, you know. Totally, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So the final question is, is do you have any daily routines or rituals that make a huge positive impact to your day? Now, I know we've talked about um, meditation. Uh, is there any other ones that you do? Well, um, yeah, there's pranayama, mantra, prayer, exercise. Um, yeah, I think those are the, the key ones, really. I don't think you can get much. Those are the most important ones, I mean. Do do you journal or um, ref, do do you put your reflective um, reflections in your meditations or how do you, do you, do you do anything like that? I just put a song out, you know, like about IKEA or uh, <laughs> that's how I have so many songs. Okay, <laughs> IKEA. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. I love it. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. So um, we've come to the final part of the show where you get an opportunity to share how people can find out more about you. Um, please, um, the floor is now yours. Oh, great. Well, you've actually called me at quite an exciting time because I've just inspired by people like yourself. I've just undertaken my own podcast. Cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So if I need a mentor... <laughs> anytime anytime i can't take you out to dinner but um well i don't know you can fly me over i'm more than happy for that one that's not a problem so what's the name of the show pod songs pod songs fantastic yeah. so i write i um, interview people and i write a song about them oh wow that sounds really cool yeah that sounds really cool brilliant so what i'll do is i'll put that link on the show notes so okay. people can find out more about that um it just gives me this final opportunity, Jack, to say thank you so much for taking the time and joining me. And I just wish you the greatest success. Thanks very much, Jeff. It's been lovely chatting to you. Take care. Bye-bye. So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening. And it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.